Hey. Koi LaRae. Anxiety. What's going on, y'all? Threesome Podcast. Hello, hello. Back from hello. Jersey. Hello. Yeah. Woohoo. Melanie G. Neck. John John. Hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. Okay. I was vibing to that. I was like, oh, yeah. Because, you know, I hadn't ever, I, I've heard of Corley Ray and I have had Corley Ray braids, mm. but I didn't know her music. And now that I listen to it, I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to go get on that. Yeah, she's all right. She's all right. Definitely. Definitely. Shout outs to Corley Ray, Anxiety, Mental Health Month. That's what we okay. are. That's where we are in. Yeah, yeah. It's May. It's May already. Doesn't it feel mm-hmm. like the year just started? It does. It does. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. It's going fast. Going fast and going out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, Straight it is. Up. Straight up. All right. So what's been going off? on? Yeah, yeah. I'll start it off. Go ahead. Um, um, still out here filming, um, live on set, uh, but still dedicated to my, my co-host and, and, and the podcast. So, what's happening y'all. with with the with the with the strike? Does that impact you? Um, it does if the show is union. Um, and with a lot of the writers, the, if the contract uh, wasn't already negotiated, then it's at a halt. If the contract was already in the works and things were signed. As like the show I'm on, everything continues. Oh, okay. Well, let's hope that the show, uh, that the um, strike ends soon, and that the the writers get what they need. Because I've been kind of following it. Yeah. I, I I'm like, oh yeah, that that could cut into their money a lot with this all all the streaming and. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it shuts I'm down everything. It shuts mm-hmm. down everything. Um. I do have a commercial coming up and also have a show in Wilmington, like I said before. Um, and that's going to be for two months. So hopefully, I don't know if they're union or not, but I'll know in the coming weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But I do know when I get back to Atlanta, I do have a commercial to shoot. Uh, around, wow. Yeah, around the 21st for like a week. Okay. And um, Yeah, and it's a high budget, so shout out for that. Thank God for looking out for that. Yeah. Hey, um, God looks out. Cool. He knows what we need. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So other than that, I've been chilling on set. I, I'm with a wonderful crew. I really love this crew. No, When I say no drama, I'm talking about not one ounce of drama. And I've, wow. I've, I've, I've been on sets. And that's no, you know, disrespect to my other crew, people I've worked in, my other co-workers. They just don't have nothing going on. Nobody's saying anything about anybody. They're not complaining about anything. I was starting to wonder. <laughs> like what's going on you're like what's going on with all yeah. this stuff yeah so i'm like everybody just getting along too good here so it's 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 a good vibe um and i love that's it awesome so. because it, it makes it makes um the 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 work less work yes. you know what i'm saying yes yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep it's like a family vibe, so definitely feeling that. We out there playing basketball. Check it out on my IG and also on my Facebook, Sabir Angelica. All right. You know how to play basketball? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Shorty can play basketball. And I, I say that because basketball is my sport, and I always wanted to play, but I, too, am too short to really do it. But oh, I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can hoop a little. All right. Okay. To hoop a little. All right. Okay. G-Net. 
right. Woman of multiple skills. Multiple skills. Hey, nothing wrong with it. We need more. Well, I'll be the cheerleader, honey, because I can't play. <laughs> no, I will definitely cheer you both of you on. All right. That's what we need. It all mm-hmm. works. <laughs> yes, we'll work together in that one. Big facts. What's going on with you, John John? Um, all is well. All is well. You know, today did start off a little I had an emotional moment, which even surprised me. Mm. Uh, but on my job, um I I am a senior HR tech analyst and I have to meet with some of the the clients within the organization that I support. And one of those being our can our Canadian HR payroll team. And so I start the check-in and um and I've noticed that I'm missing the payroll manager. And um and then her coworker let me know that she was no longer with the company. Um, and that you know my manager did not tell me about it and so it must have been something that that happened spur of the moment not sure what what it was about it that what she did or anything like that but she'd been with the company for a pretty long time um and we talked about her upcoming retirement and everything and she was happy about that and um surprisingly I had a very emotional reaction to it um so much that I even had to cut our check-in short um even though I've never met this woman in person Mm -hmm. I've met her virtually and we had created a bond and a connection she talked about coming to Atlanta and visiting me and everything and um and so it was it hit me pretty hard you know but it was just another reminder of what happens when you're living someone else's dream and not your own, mm. that you are subject to, um, you know, that dream can end at any moment. Right. Um, no matter so, how long. But how long is she still alive? She's still, she's still alive. <laughs> she's okay. Still, okay. All right. <laughs> she's still alive. Her coworker just, you know, because she thought that I knew um about it and i'm messaging my manager while i'm in this meeting and he's like oh yeah i forgot to tell you and i was like look here like i'm in this check-in you know we're all on the check-in laughing and talking and yada 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 and we don't even realize what because her direct report is still in the meeting um you know we don't even know what she's going through we're just laughing and talking about coffee and shit and everything and she tells us that and we just get like stone silent like all my, my hr tech co-workers who did not realize that this was going on. So, mm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little ticked off at him for that. But, um, but yeah, but just, um, you know, it's, it's just, it was just that, that reminder that, you know, yep. you're in someone else's dream mm-hmm. that, um, you know, you can be asked to leave at any time. So now why do you say live in someone else's dream? Well, the reason I say that is because, you know, my company has its own dream. They, they, that's, that's, it's their, their company. And, yeah. you know, a company is, as it's, has its own goal mm-hmm. um, and what they want to do and what they will allow and not allow and how long they want you there or how, if they, if you're a good worker or not, or you work for them or not. And, um, and yeah, I mean, they can at any time say that you no longer fit where they're, where they're going. Right. Mm, yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Because of that, then yeah, you, you know, <laughs> You are at their whim, um, just like you know, if you work in 
in even in like Sabir's place. And you know, if the if if the writers stop writing and things, you know, stop production, then you know, mm-hmm. you have to go find something else. Um mm-hmm. yeah. it's just the way it's just the way it is. It's it's just right. it's just the way it is. And just knowing that, you know, um, you know, we used to, you know, even in, in HR, we no longer use that word permanent employee. You used to use that permanent employee. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> You're not permanent. No, no, no. Not no. permanent. You're just full-time. Long-term, maybe. Long-term. Full-time. <laughs> but yep. you're not permanent. But we don't use the word permanent anymore in in, um, in in HR. You thought when you went temp, you went permanent. But no, nobody's permanent. No one is. Um, but yeah, so, that, so that's, that's what, I, that's what I, I mean, that when you do put so much into a certain dream, that's not your your own, you know, they, that that could happen. And I just hope that they did her right. Um and that, you know, she's still able to to retire and 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 get the things that she she has already worked hard for. And um she definitely deserved a send off. Everybody loved her. So I don't I don't know what happened. But anywho. Do you have a way to reach her? Um, no, I don't. I probably am going to reach out to her direct report because her report did tell her, told, tell me that she did send me a message that she did, you know, enjoy working with, with me and thank me for all the things that I have done, you know, for her, for Canada HR payroll and, um, and, and that. So, yeah, so I mean, I'm probably going to reach out to her, um, to her direct report to see if I can at least get her contact. I saw her LinkedIn profile, but it looks like she hasn't updated that in, in in a while. So I'm not even sure if she's still um, using that or not. Yeah. But, well, you know, uh, when we get off this call, send me her name because I need a, a Canada per, uh, payroll person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but at the same well, um, okay, I will. <laughs> I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We'll do that tomorrow because I'm gonna because, be tired after right, this. <laughs> you, work, you know, me and you both. You know, you yeah. you work in in HR as well and things like that. So you do understand. You mm-hmm. know, I I did see some things as to why they may have done what they did, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Anywho, but mm-hmm. anywho, um, other than that. Life is good. I have no complaints. And um, all is well. Wonderful. Wonderful. UG Nick? Well, you know, I had a similar experience. Um, You know, I'm working on this this big project where we're merging two companies. And the consulting partner that had been, like, my counterpart, like, for my um, work stream, um, on Monday, she sent an email very short to say, I'll no longer be, you know, working on this project. You'll have a new partner, you know, his name is this, and he'll reach out to you soon. And then she canceled all of our meetings. And I like, for the rest of the day, I was like, what, wait, what? I, uh, and I couldn't reach anybody to like, nobody was answering the phone. Nobody was answering email. And I'm like, so am I the one getting fired? Like what's, what's happening? And yeah, it just when when you don't have that communication about what what is happening with a person, it does throw you for a loop because you build bonds, you build relationships, you do all of that stuff. And you're like, wait, I need somebody to give me enough information for me to move forward. Because mm-hmm. those are those 
throw you for a loop moment. They are. Yeah. And but other than that, you know, life is life and um, you know, me and Boo are good. Um, yeah. Um I I think I think well I asked him I I we, we talked to you see I'm stumbling because I'm nervous, but I we talked about you know doing the doing the do. Mm. Mm, yeah. Okay. So that has been a, a, a an interesting journey because you know it's been a while. So I'm like, oh, am I grown enough to do this? <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. I, I feel like a, a a teenager again. Yeah, yeah. They say it's yeah. like buying the bike. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, um, the the seat on the bike changes. Mm. It's got different speeds, different gears. You know what? What might have been a, a mountain bike is now like one of those little riding through the park bikes, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. It'll come. Back. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with a little riding through the park. It, it ain't. You know, but you know the the you know if you haven't ridden in a while, you know that the 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 chain might be a little rusty and it's all right. Oh Jesus! Uh, uh, whatever. Put a little oil on it. Oh Jesus! Put a little extra oil. That's all you need. A little extra. Right. A little, yes, a little, <laughs> a little extra lubrication, honey. You know. Yeah, man. KY. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. next. 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 <laughs> little That's all you need. You be yeah. so Have good. y'all had? Have y'all had the conversation about like what y'all like and don't like and all that? No, not yet. Like, I think I surprised him when I, you know, start broach the subject. So, yeah, we got we got to we have to have follow up conversations. But I was like, oh, I just made a grown up statement. So, mm. yeah, and I have been like, did I say that out loud? Was I was I was I serious? But it'll take a minute. So, you know me. All right. Mm-hmm. Get some dick. No. <laughs> All right. Cause see, one of my girlfriends from college, I you know, I told her, you know, how long it has been. And she was like, You got Lazarus pussy. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Now that's a problem. Like when you give a name to it. Okay. So at some point, the dead is, has been arisen. So we'll, okay. we'll, we'll see. Lazarus, come forth. Mm-hmm. He gonna make you come forth, honey. <laughs> and see forth you. Come, and forth come. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't even know why I told y'all that. <laughs> it's all you not even yeah. know. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> see, this is, this is why you can't have your boo listen to your to, to your podcast, oh, going back to our previous topic, what is well, this right here? Well, wait till after it goes down, and then he can listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he'd be like, what? "Why you tell the whole world what we were doing?" That's why I said after he, after it goes down, it won't matter. <laughs> right. Well, well, only <laughs> only if it works. Yeah, it works. Okay, yo yo yo, lips to God's ears. <laughs> Well, maybe you should, you know, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to, you know, do you, you know, do a little self-love just in case, right. you know, to right. warm up a little bit. Get you prepared. So, 
JJ, I know that you have sat in meetings with me and you know that my face says everything. At this moment, I am so mad that we are not on video so you could just see the look on my face <laughs> as I look at you. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at this screen and I hope you can feel down deep in your soul mm, how, how what you should feel what I how I, my face is looking you to look you. at right now. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. just just no. But but on the other hand, I did have that suggestion from from a, another girlfriend and mm-hmm. she was like, mm-hmm, you need to you, you need to work that out. Yes, you gotta take it out. You gotta take it out for a little, you know, dress a little ride around the block, you know. Not uh, so that before you, you know. Uh, what? Yeah. So what's our topic for tonight? Warm the engine up a little bit. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I'm gonna oh, she's throwing it off. She's throwing it off. Right in the yeah. words of Grandma Clump, honey, ain't nothing yeah. wrong with a little relations. Honey. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I want the I, relations. I, I I just don't need any more relations with myself. That helps, but that helps, you know, because you got to know, you got to be able to guide him, you know, like. I can guide him, I know. Okay. I, babe, I'm 52 years old, I know. Okay. Okay. Now, now that part, it will be like riding a bike. I know, it, like, it, it, yeah, I can, I can get there in about three minutes. It don't require a whole lot if I'm focused, but, you know, Lord. we'll see. Mm-hmm. When I say you got masculine energy, you got masculine energy, honey. You come in, you, and I three, know, right? That's masculine energy right there. What? <laughs> Coming in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> A whole true. lot of masculine that's true energy. Masculine energy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, I got mine. I got right. mine. I don't know what you did. <laughs> right. Straight up. <laughs> I got mine. Shit. Yep. Well, I'm done. Right. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. <laughs> and that does happen. We'll be like, oh, oh, I was supposed to continue. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> oh, you you need me to keep you participating? Oh, oh, I, I don't know if I'm able to do that. I, like, mm, I, I'm done. She gonna I, turn you know. They're gonna turn over and go to bed. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, no, because I go to bed. No, that's energizing. It's like, no, let me get up, go cook some dinner. Let me Mm -hmm. do some laundry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am. I can't roll over and go to sleep. That's what's up. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's the topic? I forgot. Okay. (laughs) We're talking about mental health today. You want me to set this up, Sabir? Yes. Go ahead. All right. So the month of May has been declared as National Mental Health Awareness Month. I want to read a little bit of a proclamation by our president, um, Joe Biden. He says, during National Mental Health Awareness Month, we honor the absolute courage of the tens of millions of Americans living with mental health conditions, and we celebrate the loved ones and mental health professionals who are there for them every day. Treatment works, and there is no shame in seeking it. Together, we will keep fighting to get everyone access to the care they need to live full and happy lives. He also says, as president, I release a new national strategy to transform how we understand and address mental health in America, supporting and training more providers, improving access to care, and building healthy environments that promote mental health. 
At the end of the proclamation, he says, now therefore, I, Joseph R. Biden Jr., President of the United States of America, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the Constitution and the laws of the United States, do hereby proclaim May 2023 as National Mental Health Awareness Month. I call upon citizens, government agencies, private businesses, nonprofit organizations, and other groups to join in in activities and take action to strengthen the mental health of our communities and our nation. Amen. Man. Claps for John, for, for Joe Biden, because that, yeah. that is that's some that's presidential. That's powerful. And that starts to speak life into something that needs to be discussed and talked about on at, at more dinner tables, at more church meetings, in more family councils. Um, because it is so important and, and people think mental health when they think crazy. But mental health is just, oh, I'm tired. Let me go sit down. Mm. You know, that, that, that those little uh, moments of self-care. So, yeah, I, big ups to, to Joe Biden. Yeah, he did it, Joe. Pretty much. He did it, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my president right there. Mm-hmm. And so on this podcast episode, what we want to do is I want to hear from the co-hosts here, myself included, just what we are doing individually for our own mental health. Um, We can also share if we want to share some mental health scares that we may have had or some, you know, things there um, in hopes that our listeners maybe can take some of our tips for themselves. Um, So what I wanted to to do. And at the end, I have some resources um, for our listeners as well. Uh, but um, Sabir, do you want to start it off? Like maybe sharing your experience, one with mental health and what you do personally to keep yourself in check? Well, for me, um, you know, uh, I do, I've been diagnosed um, with a post-traumatic um, stress disorder. Mm. I've been um, newly diagnosed with um without the believe they call it a BDS. Um, so for me, as what, someone who struggles with it, you gonna say something, John? What is that BDS? It's like, um, Melly, do you remember when I shared it with you? Yeah, it's like a borderline personality yes. disorder. Gotcha. Right. So. Um, I'm still finding out more information on it. Um, I haven't been home yet, but when I get home, I, I will go back to my um, psychiatrist and, and have that discussion. But from what I know, it, it's, you know, you just like, I'm, I'm struggling with it a little bit. Um, so for me, you know, it, you know, I have my days where, you know, I'm, I'm, I have some days where I'm great. I have some days where I feel a lot of pressure. Um, and it's not anything that's going on now. It's still things that I'm dealing with that happened, you know, in the past that I thought, you know, I've let go of. It seems like I've handled certain things and certain things I didn't. Um, so for me, I think that um, him, you know, recognizing this month and, and bringing it about, you know, is something mandatory. Um, I, I wish it could be every month because, I, you know, people that need help and that can't get it I just I can only imagine 
you know, what they're experiencing. And and, and it sucks because we can't just walk up and, and get that help that we need. It, it, it has to be some sort of process. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that process for some people, whether it be no insurance, whether it be no means to get insurance, they don't have a job, so they can't get it. Do If they can get it, you got to pay a certain amount, even when you're not working. I think that sucks. Um, yep. Because they cannot get the help that they need. You know, and I, I, I mean, I, I think that a lot of things wouldn't go on if we could just walk up and get it, like going to the store, like we can buy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot would change. Um, I, there's medication that some people may need to take that they can't get their hands on anymore. And without that medication, they, it causes them to run up in the school to shoot it up because they probably had a flashback of something that happened to them in that school when they were seven years old that we will never hear about. Truth. So, and, and it can go on in their mind. You know, I have a lot of thoughts that I don't like, you know, and I don't share those thoughts, but that's also not good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need to talk to somebody about it. And I'm glad that I, I, you know, I do have someone currently at the moment that I've been talking to about it. And um, I think she's a, a, a great therapist. Um, But I, like I said, I think it's, it's mandatory. And I, I'm hoping that um, they can do a little bit more. I'm hoping that, you know, going forward, somebody else does something, maybe the mayor, maybe, you know, maybe the governor. I think that more people in these states and in the United States all over, they need to step up just a little bit more to to help these people, including myself. Okay, I hear the rumblings of a politician, but I totally agree. (laughs) And you have my vote because that that is real, you know, that and yeah. Definitely. That's I mean, that's how I feel. I just, mm-hmm. I just it just needs to be mandatory. I I really believe that you you should be able to get it easily. Exactly. A lot it should be a lot more accessible. Seriously. Right. So for you, therapy has been helping? Yes, therapy has been helping. Um I think the fact that because I've I stopped going to therapy, you know, caused a lot of ugly things to come, you know, about again. And I, I think if I had to continue with it without the lack of, you know, the lack of insurance looming, you know, I, I could have been 10 times better or, or, or reach my goal of being the, the great person that I'm trying to be. You will get there, though. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. 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 So when you do have those negative thoughts now, mm-hmm. what do you do? What I do now, I, I immediately jump on my knees and, and, and ask God to help me literally like I, I i'd be like yo you gotta help me please mm-hmm. like please because i you know sometimes grabbing the book just you know it's like oh this ain't gonna work or you know you try to do something else to shake your mind you try to watch something doesn't work especially when you have someone you know on the sideline you may be disagreeing with and it just gets you that that person or something the circumstance can just get you like so upset and and or or that main that one person that can get under your skin <laughs> and and it's a trigger yes it's a trigger definitely that i think yeah melanie g that you took yeah it's definitely a trigger and it can cause some things to come about and i feel like you know some of us have things inside where you know we 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 think it's locked up it'll never come back out but you get that one person that bring that out of you 
And, and once it come out, you can't put it back. You can't put that thing back with that person. Mm-mm. You got to go. You got to go. Mm. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I heard that on many levels. Just know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's very important. I think we, we definitely, I'll, I'll definitely do something when I can. I know that's for a fact. Right. Mm-hmm. Has your therapist given you any tools? Yeah, she gives me, um, yeah, like I said, she gives a lot of, um, I got three books I'm reading. Okay. The first one, you know, I'm starting with, I actually have it with me now, is The Beauty of a Darker Soul by Joshua. Mm. I'm starting with that one. Um, but yeah, she, she knows she gives me my key points, homework. And those things, you know, they take time to help because I'm not going, you know, I can't lie and say it helps right, right away because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it takes over time, you start to realize some things. And boy, time, time will do it for you. You definitely need that time. And space. And space. It would make you realize a lot. Reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need that time. Mm-hmm. So, for, you know, for all those out there listening, just take a moment. Just take a moment. You got to find that moment. Whether it's walking around the corner, walking your dog or whatever, like just get away for a moment and just not think about anything. Just, just enjoy the, the wind blowing if you're outside, you know, or wherever, just, just take a moment. Mm. It will help a lot. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for that. So I know you say that the that uh, it takes a while for the therapy to work, but a few short months ago, you were in a very different place than you are now. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm a witness mm-hmm. that you have trans that you are transforming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's happening. Yeah. So that th- clearly for you, therapy works. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It, it does work. Nice, nice. All right, all right. I'm yeah. excited. I'm happy. I'm happy that you're getting the help that that you need. I'm happy that you've begun you've begun this reprogramming with mm-hmm. with um reading books, and I definitely you know believe in that. Right, right. It, uh, it takes um uh, you have to reprogram the brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, there are a lot of uh, trauma and things that you have been through, and that you know is still there. And you have to reprogram the brain so that you know what to do when those triggers come back up. Right. Right. That, that you have something to grab, grab onto. And so um, I applaud you for doing the work there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, my own experience with uh, mental health um, or my biggest struggle has been like more so crippling anxiety for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, very crippling and anxiety um, with, I guess, negative talk within my head about who I I am, um, and my own identity. Identity. Right. Uh, I remember even um, I remember when I used to work with um, with with Melanie, I would get so so and so much anxiety being around, like especially like new people. Um, I I went to one conference, HR conference. I never forget it at Cobb Galleria, 
And um, I went in there and for some reason, I just felt so much anxiety about being there, not knowing anyone, not knowing where I fit in there, um, that I ended up leaving before it even started because it hurt mm -hmm. so bad. Mm -hmm. it hurt. Um, and um, I think I even shared that with uh, Melanie, that that was something that I wanted to work on and, uh, and didn't yep. quite understand why it did, why I was that, that way. And, and so when she, uh, she, you know, she definitely helped me and challenged me to like, we went to an HR conference within our organization, you know, to actually to go and to meet people and to talk to people and like, and through all of that, realizing, you know, look, these people are just like you. They're no, you know, there's nothing that they're not greater than you, better than you or anything. You know, they're, they're just like you. And, um, and through those challenges and that it has definitely strengthened that ability for me to be able to be amongst anyone um, and to also to be more aware of the thoughts that I have in my head and who's doing the talking um because anxiety can can really can really cripple us and put us and put me especially in a place where um you don't want to move forward and where you can't move move forward and some of the things that i've been doing to help me out in that is you know, reading and reprogramming my own mind um, with positive affirmations and defining who i really am right now in this moment um, doing things such as meditation. I know you you mentioned severe like walking, going for a walk, walking the dog, but in that, that's kind of like a meditation for me um, to be able to observe your thoughts and to take in the fresh air, to mm -hmm. take notice of your breath and your breathing, always coming to that center mm -hmm. so that you can find out what is true and what is not about yourself yeah yeah so i definitely mm -hmm. agree with that um also i also i love journaling i think journaling has helped me out tremendously where mm -hmm. i'm to write out what i'm thinking and what i'm feeling and once i write those things out being able to look at them from another another perspective um but one tool that i have found for me especially with my anxiety I was reading a book by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life. Mm, yes. Very good book. Very, very good book. Um, because we don't, we, we don't realize how much, how much sickness, sickness in the body can be related to these emotional responses that we're having. Mm -hmm. That it starts there with that anxiety, with that, you know, grief or shame or whatnot can show up in the body in as illnesses. And, um, but one thing her book has, has kind of showed me was like this tool of being able to release something. So um, what I have learned how to is, for example, when it comes to anxiety, is to start off by saying, I, I release the anxiety and I first think anxiety because I do hmm. think I, I do. I, I think in anxiety because I say I thank you for being a good, you know, being there for me, because if without you, I probably would not have done what I'm doing now <laughs> or without you, you it, in a way you did help me to 
do the things that I needed to do because I would feel that anxiety build up and I wanted to get rid of it. So I just go ahead and just do what needs to be done. But I, mm, but I okay. told anxiety. Right. But I, yeah. But I told anxiety. I said, thank you for that. I said, but I don't, I don't need you anymore. Mm. You know, I can, oh, that's big. I, I can now yeah. do what needs to be done without you pushing me and nagging me to do it. I no mm. longer need you for that anymore. Because even though you helped me in that way, you also crippled me in other ways too, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, and so being able to say that, and I think everyone, like if there is something that you are dealing with, that's a good practice for you to do, to say you release that thing, but then you need to thank it. You know what, you, you, you don't have to be all mad and evil with it. And I repeat, because all of those things, they do serve a purpose and they do right. help some way mm-hmm. after a while you don't you don't need that crutch anymore right no you don't need that like you know you you no longer need need an ass whooping to stop peeing in the bed you know <laughs> you already know not to, yep, not to do you it yeah. you feel me you feel yeah. me you can say i don't need no ass whooping no more i know not to pee in the bed I, my body is okay i got this so you can say goodbye to that and that's what we can say goodbye to these negative emotions um and release them and then make sure that once we we release that that we fill that space up because it will it will return and i know like in the church they used to say they used to have this little story about like when you cast out a demon it'll go away but then if it comes back and find that space empty it might bring back seven more demons are stronger than him right right into that space i feel that same way when we are releasing anxiety or shame sorrow mm. all of that mm-hmm. once we yeah. we release it we have to fill that space back up and we can fill that space with with confidence with self love mm-hmm. with the books that we are reading and, and these and these affirmations so that when it comes back and it will pay you a visit it will check a check check back in you know you can remind it that hey i'm sorry there there's no room for you here anymore there's no room for you anymore because I I released you and I have filled the space that you were now with my own accountability, you know, nice. or whatever it is that you need to fill that space up with. If it's grief and sorrow, you can say, I'm sorry, I filled that place up with joy, with the joy of the Lord, with the joy of knowing that, you know, that I am protected and I am loved and I am these these, these things. You can continue to say that. And I do believe that as we go on, you keep practicing that, that you will be visited by that less and less. Mm. Uh, so that's my, that's my thing. And that's been my uh, relationship to the mental health and also some of the ways that I am implementing within my life to keep myself in check, keep myself together, reminding myself that I am a threefold entity, mind, body, and soul. Uh, making certain that I'm moving and exercising and I'm pro- reprogramming my my mind with these books and materials and whatnot, and um, and also keeping that spirit in check with meditation um, and just acknowledging that there is a a higher power, greater source, with um, you know that is keeping me alive and that loves me. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nicely put. Well said. So, Miss Melanie. Huh. Okay. So, I've been sitting here listening to every word that both of you have said. And on every single word, 
like vibrationally, we are so aligned. And I think that's what makes us a good team is that even though we are generationally and genderally and all of the other differences that could be between people, we are so aligned mm-hmm. on on this. And so I say that to say, to, to, to just preface by saying, like, I've been struggling with what, there, what, why there was a reason for my yoga practice, and why did I, you know, learn all that stuff, and why did I do that when I, you know, when I, not from the practice, but from the teacher training. Um, why did I do that? Why did I spend that time? Why did I put so much into it? It, it and, and, and not want to teach because I do not find any joy in teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just real, but. I had to go through it. I had to get that experience for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So yoga is my, um, that is my tool that I use for those really crazy situations. Now, the incident that man, that shows that and demonstrates it is the incident that happened yesterday in Atlanta with that shooting. Right. And, you know, the, the moment I heard of it, I, I think uh, somebody te- sent me a text and said something about it. And I was like, oh, and went and turned on the TV. From that moment, everything shifted for me. And as I was doing the fundamental things of making sure that my employees that are in Atlanta um, were safe and that everybody was in place, then like I started to unravel. Mm. And for a long time, I couldn't figure out what that unraveling was, but it was the 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 memory of other um, violent situations that I was either in or like had near misses for that I had put in boxes in my brain and not unpacked. And yesterday's shooting, when that man was on the loose, all of those boxes unpacked for me. And I was like, oh, shit. All of these feelings, I like, I'm, you know, those people that talk about, they, they just get transfixed on something and they relive the experiences. Yeah. That happened for me. Because, uh, like, uh, right after I left law school. Yeah. Right after I left law school. Um, I was... Huh, I can't even tell the story. Cause it's 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 real. But like right after I left law school, yeah. I was um working that summer for a law firm in San Francisco called Pettit and Martin. And had been working there, made friends, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I it was at the time where I knew I wasn't gonna be a lawyer. So it was like, oh, okay. Was there doing my job, but I left and, and went on a trip. So I was in Texas. So I was not there for the shooting. This story does not go there, but I was, you know, I was on my trip and on the news, I discover that someone has gone and done a shooting on the 62nd floor of this building in San Francisco, where I worked. I just happened to be on vacation. 
Mm. Wow. And that's a, you know, that, like, in the moment, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, okay, this, you know, this this is going on, and oh, thank God I'm not there, you know, the whole, you know, magnanimous, I wasn't there, this isn't a big deal. But yesterday, I remembered that I had packed away the thoughts about all of the people that I'd met and the faces. Mm-hmm. and all of that yeah. and it hit me to the point where like at one point I was like at first I just had to take a nap like I, I gotta shut it down I'm, I just gotta cover my head and be be done and you know then I like when I woke up I was like okay so now turn the TV to something else you need to like watch something else so I was watching Three's Company from the 70s it was just, I took myself back to a place when I was a child where I felt safe and was doing that for a while. And then, you know, I came into my living room and was still not feeling okay. And, you know, fortunately I was texting back and forth with uh, one of my girlfriends. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, the, like all of the power went out for a moment and I was like, oh no, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't even know, remember where I was. Sorry. You text your girlfriend. Oh yeah, and I, you know, I texting her, you know, saying, "Hey, the, you know, I'm not doing okay. I'm. This is something's weirds happening." And you know, she did the appropriate things. You know, do I do, do I need to come to you? All of that. But it wasn't. It you know, I was cool, but it was like, huh, I'm not okay. So, you know, I started walking around and did, did all the things you guys all said, like, you got to go outside, get some fresh air, take a walk, walk the dog. I mean, everything you said I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then at yeah. a certain point, I was sitting in the, in the living room and on the floor, kind of playing with the dog, like, okay, this is, this is what life is. You know, you're okay. And then, then I was like, use your yoga. And I laid down on the floor and I was like, oh. You need to ground yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you're at that place. You, the, the earth supports you. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, the, all of the movements that you move in your body, you're in control of. You can touch the ground. You, you, you're supported by all the things, all of the teachings that I had heard in yoga, all of the therapy that I've done over the last 10 years came into that moment and I, I I was like, oh, those are all the tools that say, nope, this is why you became a yoga teacher. It's because there will be time where you need to use every tool in your box. Every tool. Come right, on. right. Come on now. To be able to come back because you all you just have that one little bitty glimmer that everything's gonna be all right. Because your church has said it to you, your school, your education, your thoughts, your friends, all of that manifests in a moment. And you say, no, everything that you've learned, put it into this moment and move on. So, yeah, that was that was my yesterday. And it was filled with, you know, all of the tools, all of the moments. 
and all of the reckoning that you know will hit those 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 the, you know something will trigger it and you have to go through it mm-hmm. while still moving in the world mm-hmm. like but don't don't do anything rash because you're like oh no i can control something the ground will always be here with me let me get on the ground you know just the, until the ground moves, I'm just going to lay right here. And then you kind of come back to yourself. Right. So, yeah. The tools. Um, and, and for those of you listening who may be, who may not be aware, on uh, Wednesday, May 3rd in Midtown Atlanta, mm, yeah. there was a shooting at the uh, at Midtown Atlanta's Northside Hospital a 24-year-old gunman. Um, he shot five people. Um, the five victims that were shot, one was a 38-year-old female, a 39-year-old female, a 71-year-old female, a 56-year-old female, and a 25-year-old female. Um, 38-year-old female, um, she did die. Um, she was an employee at the Center for Control and Prevention. Um, and um, um, Deion Patterson is the name of the gunman 24 year old gunman um, and he was arrested on Wednesday night and he is now facing four counts of aggravated assault and one count of murder Um, you know and and I will say you know we know that things could change in, in the news so don't just take what I'm saying now as this whole story but that's just a quick summary of it. Um, mm. Do um, your own research about it because we do know that things can change as um, depending on when you're listening to this this recording. Right. Wow. Yeah, I did um, hear about that. Yeah. And I didn't think much about it, just like Melanie was saying, like uh, when it happened, because I've gotten so numb to all, all of this, but right. I went to the gym and my gym is on South Cobb Drive. Mm-hmm. I was working out. You're not thinking anything. And my mom had called to check on me. Mom, I'm, I'm not downtown. You know, you got nothing to worry about. Um, but then as I'm leaving the gym, they had locked the doors. Mm. And, and, and we were like, what's going on? I said, because that's when the news had broke that he had hijacked the car and mm. now in Cobb County. Oh, wow. I, oh, wow. County, they were actually searching by Truist Park and all of that. I could hear the sirens going on. Um, Smyrna was on lockdown itself. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so yeah. And, it was, and as I'm leaving the gym, but they unlocked the door to let to let me out. Then locked it behind me, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm in this parking lot. And that's when it became real to me. Mm. That like, oh my god, like this is not something you're just watching on TV and you're safe. That's way downtown. You're up here. Mm. No, it's now in your neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was on on edge a little bit of um, that. Making it, that was the longest walk to my car, the longest. Um, but um, I got there and came on home and everything and stuff. So, um, but yeah, but thanks for sharing that. That Melanie, one takeaway from that for me is, you know, what's in your toolbox? Um, do your reading, do your therapy, do your things now. Do it now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, do a lot of it because you're right. Once that trigger, because you will be triggered again. 
Right. It, it will happen again. Mm-hmm. But what do you have in your toolbox? That's why it's, it's important to know, like, what are we watching? What are we listening to? What are we ingesting? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes down to it, what are we going to be able to pull out of us to help us out of that crisis situation? Right. And wanted to give a, a few few resources. <clears throat> if you are facing a crisis, you can dial 988 to reach the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. If you are a new or expecting mother, you can call 1-833-9-HELP-4-MOMS. You just spell that out, help number four moms for confidential professional advice. If you are feeling overwhelmed or just need someone to talk to, ask your healthcare provider. Contact the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP or visit www.findsupport.gov. If someone you know is going through a tough time, reach out and tell them you are there for them. We are all in this together. Um, and I'll send that and I'll send it over to you, Sabir, if you want to put that in, in the show um, description. Okay. Yeah, because people need to know because yes. just never know when you need it. Yes, definitely don't. Definitely. And don't just look at it and, and, and say, oh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't need it. I'll be fine. Put it in your phone because mm. when it happens, you don't want to have to be like, Oh, now I gotta go find a number. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right, they're, right. they're right there. Like if I need help, that's that's help right there. Mm-hmm. Or someone you know might need it, you know. Put it right. too, so that if you meet somebody and they're going through something, you'll be like, Oh, hold up. I heard about this national suicide, like you know, line. Call these people or here, here's a number for this. So now you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You definitely want to do that, man. It's very important. Yep. Very important. Because you know, as long as you got that glimmer of hope, you're like, nah, uh-uh. I don't, I don't want to go out like that. Right. Because you, know, you know, in some ways, that's a sucker move. You know, it's fab. It's 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 horrible. Let me let me go back. Right. Let me go back. Okay. It's horrible that the person had to die, but it's it's the the there is a, a, a place where it's like, no, uh-uh. I got I got that little little le- little fight left. Just a little fight. And it's like, mm-mm, I'm not gonna go out like that. I I I I can I can give a little more. It's like that little bit of ego just should pop up and say, I can carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't, dial the number. Yep. Mm-hmm. Please do. All right, turn it back over to you, Sabir. Well, this was definitely a, a, a great podcast. Um, I hope that we actually, you know, helped someone, if not helped them, you yeah. know, made them reconsider, made them realize, um, you know, you're not alone. You know, it's <laughs> you're not alone. You know, too many times we're we believe that for some reason that we are. And for the ones who, you know, thinking about suicide, mm-hmm. you know, I always say, you know, I know it hurts, but, you, and, you know, they tell us don't be selfish, you know, because somebody does love you. You probably just didn't know that or you probably didn't see it, 
or can't see it, won't show you, or you're refusing, you're rejecting it. Knowing, but you got to know that you are loved by someone. And if you have a higher power, yes. then that's your higher power as well. You know, if you believe in that. So you are loved. You just got to try to remember that in the midst of the storm, which is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really hard. Really hard. But your really love hard. right there in your breath. If you just yes. breathe in and breathe out, you will see you are surrounded by love. That act, mm-hmm. the fact that your body breathes in and breathes out all by itself and it is what's needed for you to live. That's love. Mm-hmm. And that's the basic your, yogic principle. That's it. That, yeah. is, that is it. Mm-hmm. Love that your body, your body loves you so much that it is taking on that responsibility to breathe in and breathe out, even without you knowing it, even mm-hmm. without you controlling it. It is sustaining, it's sustaining itself. That is like you can't get no more love than that that your body wants to survive and it wants to be here for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I think this is a drop the mic episode. Drop the mic. Episode. Right. Right. <laughs> we can tell our, we can follow and all that stuff. We doing that tonight. Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> if you, I'll just start now. You can follow me on Instagram at um, John John Fire. That's J O N J O H N F Y A H on Instagram. Um, I am also a host of a podcast called Beyond Your Horizon, and you can follow that page. Um, go underscore Beyond Your Horizon. I'm recording again. Um, I think I've dropped like three episodes since our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I dropped was titled, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be free where I, give, I saw that? Yeah. Yeah. Forgiveness ritual that I, I was found. so happy. Yeah. I give this forgiveness ritual that I found in this book titled the mastery of self by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. His father, Don Miguel Ruiz was the one who wrote the book, the four agreements. Um, so um, if you haven't heard about that, that's a great book too, but the mm-hmm. mastery of self is a really good read um i would definitely what it does is it kind of helps us to identify the domestications that have been placed upon us either through growing up and conditioning and all of that and how some of these things has blocked us from moving forward um but yeah but in this book there is a great forgiveness ritual that i go over in that um in that episode um, episode before that was titled uh, Whose Dream Are Are You Living, which is also from that book as well. So check that out. Um, on Monday coming up, there will be a new episode called Solving for Lonely. Um, so ready for it. Oh, you dropping them out? You got you got them stacked up. On this one, I'm joined by my best friend Jalice. And we are talking about, you know, loving yourself, taking yourself out on self dates and all of that, because the U.S. Surgeon General have also um, has has also brought light to the epidemic of loneliness. There's an Mm -hmm. epidemic of loneliness that's also tied into this whole mental health advisory. Right. Um, Right. And so in that podcast, my friend has now got into a place where he's comfortable going out alone and dining at restaurants alone. And, and he just wanted to, to share how he got to that place and what that has brought into his life. And so we talk about that as well. Um, in that, in that episode, again, it's titled solving for lonely. Mm. 
I'm here well, for all right. I'm so happy that you're back at it. Yeah. I am too. And I feel yeah. good about I feel better about it this go round because I'm doing what I love and right. that's reading. And right. that's reading. I have read so many books in the past like couple of months. And um, I've read The Master of Self. I've read Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. I've read this book called Chasing Rumi, which I'm going to be doing some podcasts around that one too. Um, and right now I'm reading a book um, by um, called Black Folk Could Fly. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's but but it is um, selected writings from I think this author's name is Randall Keenan. I did not know him, um, but I'm learning about him. And there's selection of nonfiction stories. I look forward to reading his fiction too. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, but I'm also getting some things there. And so I'm going to take my love for reading and put that into my podcast. Um, so the things that I pick up from these books, I'll have a platform to share some of those little nuggets and things. So, so yeah, so be on the lookout. Beyond your horizon, there is more. All right, all right. That's oh, yes, that's more than the eye can see. Okay. Right there. Well, I am Melanie Gnet. That is Melanie underscore G N E T T E. Mm -hmm. I got it right, and I yeah, didn't even yeah. have to look. <laughs> you know, there's some new things. There's new some new things coming on the horizon for me. Um, I'm speaking it into existence because I've been BSing about it, and you know, taking myself out of the right space. But yeah, I'm I'm stepping into what I need to be doing, and that is truly delving into the 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 coaching space. And, you know, in that, in that way, sharing my story and the things that I've done and been through, because I think they, they would resonate when people say, oh, I've seen that, I've experienced that. And let's, let's really talk about those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So new things are coming. So you'll find me at Melanie Jeanette. That's Melanie underscore G-N-E-T-T-E. Yeah, yeah. And I am severe over here. Already uh -oh. know. <laughs> you can find me at OG underscore YUNG1 on IG. Also, Sabir Angelica on Facebook, if you know me. And don't forget to check out our page as well, Threesome Podcast, on both sites, on all things, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever. You hit us up, share your thoughts, and remember that you guys are not alone. You are not alone. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I you. Yes. <laughs> We're joking, but we. <laughs> right. That part. But yeah. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> we out. We out of here. Three some podcasts. <laughs>